0: Day, me and D had a laugh about the Ranger players and the white boy staff. The franchise had sunk to an all-time low. And then came the story of the clubhouse hoe. A-Rod needed someone to fold his jeans. To wipe his Cuban butt and keep his knee clean. So he got a little bitch to do his chores. To squeeze a lime in his tequila and chase down horns. He says, turn the TV down and buff my nails. <laughs> Answer my phone and sort my mail. Excuse me, Mr. A-Rod, the hard line's on the phone. You know what to tell him. No! This is the story of the clubhouse, ho. Alex winds him up, and there
1: he goes. Get the mud off my shoes, and oil my mitt. Wax my hairy ass, and pop my zits. Do my laundry, fill up my truck, and hold my middle finger to flip
0: off Buck. You see, Buck? didn't like it that Alex had a guy it made Alex seem special and that wouldn't fly he told the boy to pack his things and put him in a box so Alex said "But trade me to the Red Sox so the drama had started it was time for a trade and we all waited around for a deal to be made but who the hell would deal A-Rod for Manny it's like the hard light like getting grooves for Big Dumb Danny so Alex came back but no one did a dance Hicks put his 12 pounder back inside his pants Alex said listen I'm running the show so back came Alex little clubhouse home now the teammate is a joke, it's truly a shame. Hammer says they might lose a hundred games. At least Alex has his boy, but who's a real bitch? It's a three-headed monster named Buck, Harden and Hicks. This is the story of the clubhouse hoe. Alex winds him up, and there he goes. Get the mud off my shoes, and oil my mitt. Wax my hairy ass, and pop my zits. I do my laundry, fill up my truck, and hold my middle finger to flip off Buck. Yeah.
2: Ticket. Well, on our phone now, Grego, (laughs) we have your nemesis, the possum from last night. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Mike. Sorry, Greg. (laughs) Who is this?
3: Uh, Johnny. Johnny who? Johnny Possum. (laughs) Hey, listen, I apologize. I was um, under the influence, and uh, I used to live in that house. Really? Did you live
2: under the name of Dugout?
3: No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of busted my possum balls a little bit there. (laughs) No, but uh, I used to live there, and I got a little wasted and came back, you know, and and I didn't know you had moved there. And I, but to be quite honest, I didn't even know this was you until I had you t- telling the story on the radio. I didn't know that was you. I was oh, like, <laughs> I, I didn't
0: know you were such a ticket fan.
3: Oh yeah, big ticket fan. Hey, so, I, yeah, so last night
2: to- you were getting a bit <laughs> wasted. You started thinking about old times, maybe some trim you'd nailed over there. And yeah, you know,
3: and I get confused. I didn't know, you know. <laughs> what, uh, so I go back to my old house, and I'll be damned if you know the furniture was different. And then next thing I know, I got this big, uh, you know, balding butterball chasing. <laughs> me up under the bed. I don't know what's going on. Next thing I know, uh, someone shoves a mirror down there, which, by the way, it did have coke residue on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you scared me to death, Greg. Uh, you know, I think they well, you owe it? Like it when, apology.
0: How'd you like it when I whacked you with that bat?
3: I didn't appreciate it too much. Hey, that, was a his-
0: that was a historic bat, though. That's the one Rafael Palmeiro hit his 450th home run with.
3: Funny you say that. I was at the game. <laughs> but uh but you were kind, you threw the blanket over me and, and uh of course that was after I hit my freaking head on that patio door.
2: That kind of slowed you down a little bit, didn't it?
3: Oh, you talk about smarting <laughs> Unbelievable how much that smarted
4: Why <laughs> am the Deville all of a sudden? <laughs>
3: But I just wanted to apologize and say, great show. Love the show. Thanks, Johnny Possum. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and uh, F. Stucina. (laughs) The Ticket. You haven't
1: heard this story, Mike. I heard it last night, and I told young David Mino that we need to hear this on the air because I've not heard anything like this before. I've never heard of anyone being approached in this manner, and uh, it is certainly worthy
4: of airtime. David, how are you? I'm doing good today. I'm I'm here. I'm not in jail and I'm happy. Okay. Everything's good? Are you healthy? Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel fine. Um, How's a little your bit of an, I think it's I think it's okay. I haven't had to have it checked yet, which I think that's at age 40? Yeah. <laughs> 50 now. So, okay. So, Never hurts I'm gonna push it start back. early. But not looking forward to that. And it was a little weird early this week. I had to make a trip to the mall and my mall of choice is the Galleria. Um, I think it's really aesthetically pleasing. It looks nice. It's, I feel like I can get in and out of there pretty easily. And that's all I really needed to do. what you need to get at the gallery? I needed, I'm attending a wedding this weekend and I just really needed something decent to wear a nice button down shirt and maybe some slacks or something. So I was going to okay. go to either. So you
5: didn't go
2: for the suit or no, anything like uh, that?
4: I'm not going with the suit. I do have one, but it's going to be outdoors, I think. And it's too hot. Don't so, need a uh, suit. Yeah. Don't need a suit. So, I was just going to go into, like, Banana Republic or something, and, you know, it was going to be a nice 20-minute trip, and that was going to be it. I was going to go after the show, and then go back home, hang out, go to bed, whatever. So, the thing I like the most about the Galleria is it's... I like the the ice skating rink in the middle. It's awesome. It's it's so cool looking. I'm sure most of our listeners know what it looks like. It's The rink is on the basement level, and then there's three levels above it, and it's in a circle. And it's kind of a, there's stores around it, and it's kind of cool looking because each level is kind of staggered a little bit, and my favorite place of there is on the very top level, which is the, the fourth level, there's kind of a part that goes out a little bit over the ice, and it's it's terrifying, but it's also kind of cool looking. If you don't look like straight down, it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I have. I love the Galleria, but yeah, I'll worry I've, about it. You but know, I've, I love it. If if I go there, I always make a point to go. Like especially at Christmas time, it looks really cool with the tree in the middle. But I always make a point to go to my spot there, and it kind of just, you know, I did that the other night when I went, and you know, I walk through, I get to the mall right after the show, probably seven thirty or so, and I walk to the middle of the mall. I go up to the fourth floor and. Is it the
1: same floor that your whatever store you were going to Banana Republic was on? I don't think so. You were just going to really go check know. out. Your I think
4: spot. that was on so the other end. This was a
2: special trip that you made just for
1: this. Just aesthetic
4: you know, I just pleasure, wanted. To, huh? I, and actually, there's a this uh, there's a subway up there, and I was just going to eat at Subway also, and I could sit there okay. and look at the ice. And all right, there was like a like a dance group or something practicing to Michael Jackson's Bad on the, ice. the ice. And I was you know I got to my spot and I'm just standing up there and. Looking out and watching them and Should just kind of people watching. Join? No, no, that's not really my bit. I'm not an ice skater. <laughs> okay, but right. I think it was closed off to the public, the ice skating was, because they were having some practice. But I'm just standing up there, decompressing a little bit, people watching, seeing what's going on. And it's probably, you know, I'm, in, I'm standing in my spot for probably two minutes, I'd say. I'd mm-hmm. say between one to three minutes or something. So you right. just got there. I had just gotten there. I'd been at the ball- mall for maybe five minutes. And then I feel a strong hand on my shoulder pulling me back and the guy saying, sir, sir. And I turn around and it's a Dallas police officer. Oh dear. And I'm like, okay. what?" And he's like, step with me. Just come over here and, and sit down. And it's kind of like a food court area. So there's like a tables and chairs. And he sits me down in the chair. Mm-hmm. Like
1: he said sit down here basically? Yeah, sit
4: down right here and he starts asking me these questions of Where did you come from? What have you been doing? What are you doing at the mall today? And it's just him? It's it's him and then there's like a security guard type He wasn't wearing a... um, Not like a DPD officer, but there's another guy behind him But the police officer was doing all the talking He was asking me these questions of Where have you come from? What are you doing here? Are you with anybody? Are you have you taken any drugs today? Are have you been drinking? Just questions back to back to back to back. And I'm, you know, I'm answering them pretty quickly. And through this whole process, it's kind of like when you're in school and you get called to the principal's office. Yeah. And you have that thing in your head of, okay, what am I what what happened? What what am I here for? And I've got all these scenarios going through my head. Like I'm I'm scared of, you know, when I was in the parking garage did I accidentally hit somebody yeah. or did somebody put something in my car or did somebody steal something that looks like me and I'm just I'm kind of freaking out a little bit
2: so I okay then now You can talk yourself into some crazy stuff yes in that situation yes. when you
4: were I tell- was really worried for the worst that I might have accidentally harmed someone that I didn't know of
2: I had two things
1: going through my mind when he told me this initially see if you think that this is where your head would have been one mistaken identity as far as shoplifting goes Somebody saw a guy that looked like Mino steal something, and the fuzz is on to him. Mm-hmm. Second, this is some sort of guy that looked like Mino that got caught in a dressing room or diddling or that was something. also
4: going through my head of oh my gosh. If- this is a in identity, diddler. and I in, end up in jail because of something yes, and lose my that, job. Of,
1: that's what I would have... I'm, I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, oh my I, God, oh my God, oh my God.
5: I can't believe you're not thinking of the most obvious one. Which is? They, they were worried he was going to jump. Because people... There is, you know, in 2011, a dude jumped from that exact same spot onto the ice and killed himself at the Galleria.
4: Okay, so I, I finally... Thought, I would
2: have thought of either of those two things, though, before I would have with the jumper.
4: So really? finally... After yeah. he's asking me these questions, I say, what's... And he was really nice. He's a really good guy. Or he seemed... He wasn't very forceful. He was talking to me and kind of having a conversation. He asked, how's your day going? You know, what? whatever. And I finally asked him, like, what's what's the issue? And he goes, well, I got a report that you were acting suspicious by the, by the ledge. Mm. Ah, and... So they
2: thought you might be a jumper.
4: I was... First, I was kind of, you know, I was relieved that you know i wasn't being accused of diddling right but (laughs) but then i look around and it's it's a four-story mall and there's people standing by the let like there's people looking out all over the place and i maybe it's just because i'm there by myself and i don't think i was you know i wasn't like leaning Leaning over over and i wasn't trying to stand up or anything but i was you know i was looking over or whatever and then he asked me you know, I was like, oh, no, I wasn't doing that. I'm just hanging out here and, you know, I'm going to get a Subway sandwich and then get some clothes and then make my way home. And he goes, OK, well, uh, is anyone with you? Can uh, is there anyone you can call to come pick you up? What the hell? And I, I go, I... no, I'm, you know, I'm here by myself, but, uh, you know, I'll be fine. He goes, where did you park? And I'm like, oh, I'm right through Macy's. He goes, OK, well, I'll uh, I'll escort you to your car. So what? Did and I go, Wait, I just want to like just let I'll see. Can I shop here in the mall? Ten minutes. And he goes, I, I have to. Take you to your car.
5: See, something else happened. Somebody... Uh, what? So what had you done from the moment I you walked done into the anything. mall? You I haven't done anything. I walked
4: went... up... I, I probably... So, I think I walked through the second level, and then I went up the escalator. And it's right by the... It's in the corner. It's on the northwest corner of the skating rink, and it's right by the escalator. So mm-hmm. I wonder if
5: that's it. He walked in the mall and immediately went to the ledge. But who's got
1: a tracker on these... You'd have to have a tracker oh. on
5: everybody. Okay, but... In this day and age, especially in the last week with suicides, I think places that have probably insecure and, I don't, I'm using air quotes for radio, dangerous places like that, they're probably
4: super heightened alert about watching out for things like that. And I kind of, I've been thinking but, about it in the why past. run you
1: out of the mall? I,
4: the way I'm thinking about it, and I saw that story that, that Peter referenced also of 2011, my theory on this is there's a bunch of stores and a bunch of kiosks near the ice. And I think that either back then, or maybe there's been, hopefully, there hasn't been attempts since. But it kind of surprised me that there hasn't because it's it's a very popular place and, you know, it's convenient to Maybe because they can't to do be. that.
5: Maybe they just think you're going to do it. And so and instead of risking it, they're just going to kick you out.
4: I think that either mall security or some higher ups there have told the people that work there to hey watch for people maybe going to this spot or acting weird or something or maybe the police officer was there I didn't see where he came from so he, he was somewhere behind me so either he saw me there or something and was just taking ultimate precautions and then I was also what pissed me off the most about it was getting kicked out yeah but I'm thinking on the other hand of okay if, if I were to kill myself that day and i'm saying oh okay well i'm just gonna go shop if they don't kick me out then i could just come back and do it so i guess it is Still, a good though, precaution but it was really watched. weird and i don't think i was and
1: did he walk you all the way to your yeah, car he
4: walked me to my car
1: and did he see you leave
4: he saw me get in my car and then i you know got out or did he left wave? the parking garage damn bye yeah. So where'd you go shopping at then? I went home. He hadn't done it yet. No, the
2: Gap.
1: Um, so that, yeah, that killed I the shopping I might go back. Vibe, I might
4: go back tonight and see if the same thing happens. I think that Dude.
1: you need Doom. to. I think that would have weirded me out too. Or I've been like, man, that was one of the creepier episodes of my existence.
4: It it really took a minute to set in when I was driving away. Of time, did that just happen? The ticket.
6: Everybody, summer's here. It is the perfect time for a pool party. <laughs> so jump on in with the Hardline and get ready for their brand new segment, Hardline Pool Party. Cannonball! We're living in a world that's full of changes. The latitudes have a wider range, but in the summertime, people want to be cool. That's what all right about the swimming pool. Swimming pool is the place to be if you want it's your turn a sense Holmes. Of
0: all right
6: the lifeguards blowing his whistle at you That's what we have um,
2: something coming up here in just a couple days in fact an email which i just received made me think of this
1: by the way let's explain what this is every day at this time all summer long probably until we get to training camp in a couple months Or until we get tired of it in a couple days. No, no. (laughs) I will not let this slide. It's too good of an idea. We're gonna have a just a fun time segment in which we rotate. It's gotta be fun
6: time. No. Not necessarily I would rather what if if I
2: have sports that I want to talk about? Yeah, it's
1: kind of a give up. It's kind of a fallback. No.
2: so you can't do
1: sports? No, you can. Here, but it's just kind of like, all right, I don't have any ideas, so I'll just pick a, something out of the newspaper. Sports-wise,
2: but go ahead, do your sports segment; it'll be great. Well, I didn't say I had one today. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying, what if I do?
6: Yeah, I mean that's fine. Do whatever you got to do. It's yeah. a pool party. No one wants to go to a no, pool party we and talk, talk sports. sports.
2: Why not? You want to have fun. I like to talk sports wherever I can. Go. We're running out of time. All right. I want the hammer back. (laughs) (laughs) Too late. Well, and there's going to be something happening on the presentation in a couple days, which we should alert everybody to. And if you were a fan of the me free presentation, Thursday will be a very, very big day for you. Now, this caused chaos yesterday with the booking of a guest who we thought was going to be on Thursday. That has since been rescheduled for tomorrow. And this caused that very thing out of him. Because it meant he had actually had to do a little work.
6: No, it's because the work that had already been done had to be reworked because you forgot you were off. And thank God for Corby, TGFC...
1: For remembering that you were going to be gone. Yes. Or we would have had,
2: so... Ooh. <laughs> What's but the deal with Hank Aaron? Ooh. But the guest that we were going to book
6: Thursday and have... it, You always have to do the morning show because you're playing at, you know, Wingfields, Buffalo Wing Spot and... Wingfield. <laughs> I don't know
2: the hamburger joint in Oakland. Yeah,
6: there you're playing <laughs> Wingfield. <laughs> Why is it that we always get Junior? We hardly
2: ever get George. It's never George and Corby. It's always Junior. All right, junior here's and Corby. here's the way this works. Okay, I go in there first and tell Cat what's up, and he says, "Fine, if you can get one of those boys to go along with it, then we can do it." So I send an email to the both of them, and it's whichever one bites on it. You know, asking (laughs) if they're interested in a wife swap on such and such day. Right. And it just depends on whichever one is interested in it. George, for whatever reason, is not. Junior is. All right. You know, it's just the way it's rolled so far. Craig and I enjoy
6: each other's company. Because do you understand what I have to deal with on Thursday? That... Yeah, I understand it puts you in a very bad place. We have never a done
1: OU Yank. Fest. one OU segment together, not one it's time. not
6: necessarily what goes on on the air. So you think
1: you walk yeah, in it's, here, it's,
6: so man?
2: What do you think of our O line depth this year, huh? It's all it oh, is, God. man. All they're talking about is. how they wish they still had Buster Rhymes and Elvis Peacock and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, whore. Yeah, Horror. I, under, I understand that this puts you in a bad place, and it's not something <laughs> a bad I enjoy place? doing. Yes, it does. I mean, you don't realize what, it, what it's like to have to put up with that. All
1: right. Well, then here's, here's a tip to you. How about just saying no? I can't do the gig. I have a job. I say that more than you know. I say it every time. I actually, oh, I'm sorry, I can't I do that. A, I don't. Ask we for, need you to go on the air at six. I, oh, how hard is it to say? Um, yeah, well, I'm actually on the air till seven. How about we go on the air at eight? I don't. Ask, how about I
2: call the shots, D.Wad? I don't ask for this often. <laughs> I don't ask for a dispensation Why don't you, like this you're often. You're in control. Besides, they want you to you play. You took a day out to go see Pearl Jam. You to fly out to New York City and see Pearl Jam. You dick. T- you took a
6: Whoa, week. Whoa! Did a you ha- call him? Excuse <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> you
1: dictate the rules. I didn't I didn't say you Yeah you did.
2: <laughs> wow. I didn't know you felt that wow. strongly about
1: it. <laughs> you dictate when these people call you and say we would really like it if your band would come play at our at our uh, at our watermelon festival. Uh huh. At our pool party we're having <laughs> you say, All right, well what time do you like me to play? How about five thirty nope work till well, seven? How I don't about if, eight? I don't know if you realize this idiot. But I'm on the air till seven. This isn't like you work at Quiznos. Yes. I mean, come on, dude. It's a point well taken. Quiznos.
2: It's a point well taken. (laughs) Now, what do you say to these people? This is what I don't get. Well, I don't say anything to them unless I can get everybody on board first. Okay. Up here. Right. But we have the unique ability here at this radio station to do this sort of thing, so why should we not?
1: All you have to do is say, we'll play at eight.
2: Deal with the other hour, bitch. It it mixes things up. It it keeps things fresh for everybody, bitch.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Now you sound like Jesse from Breaking Bad.
2: (laughs) Yo. (laughs) So if we can do this, if there's one thing out there that we can do that they can't do, why should we not do it? Right, so what's the meaning of look, this segment? Look, know,
1: yeah, What are you doing here? Just to are appri- we fighting?
2: Just to apprise everybody of the wife swap,
1: that's uh-huh. all. This is not a fun pool party. This really isn't. I don't like where this is headed. I think it's a fun party. you had the pool worst pool party yet. So basically, yet.
6: You're, you're taking your, your involvement in this is your segment to lead, the hardline pool party, and you're promoting the wife swap? I'm just apprising everybody of it. So it doesn't? Come as a, All know, right, a we'll get on to your to pool anybody. party.
1: Let's get on to what you have. Don't, don't tell second. me this is it. Yeah, this is it. That's what? Holy wait, God. No, wait a second. I don't <laughs> think you understand the point of this segment.
2: <laughs> You're supposed well, to Maybe I'm
6: not. What is it? I don't know. You bring a, a funny story or a personal experience. It's your own
2: personal snake pit. Okay, well, this is my personal experience. Promoting a gig, basically? Yes, and apprising everybody of the wife swap. God, you're such a
1: give up, man. You really are. I know you have a creative bone in that noggin somewhere. Somewhere. No, I'm not trying really. to I'm trying to help flesh it out. You have more than this. <laughs> not today I don't.
6: <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know anymore.
1: I mean, the idea you is... You want the pool party? We're having a pool party, huh? This is not a pool party. <laughs> this is you promoting something. I'm promoting How the about this? Swap. How about this? Idiot. Why don't you read the email that Fernando sent? Maybe that'll right. liven things okay. up. All right. I will. And see what their producer brings to the table.
2: But he didn't even think of that. No, no, I did. I was going to read it.
6: <sighs> hey, Junior's doing his pool party on Thursday, Okay. Yes, he is. And I'll do one
2: on Friday. All right. All right. He says, "Rhines, here's what we have for Thursday's morning show: six fifty, Robert Lucicich, golf writer from FoxSports.com, has a new book out on Tiger Woods, riveting, beating. <laughs>
3: Eight
2: fifty, Razor in studio. Yeah, that'll be good. We also have Game One of the NBA Finals that night and a Rangers game from the night before." And I'm sure some other some such. See you then. See wow. he's letting me know what they have on their show.
1: Email Craig right. and let him know what we have on the what we have on the show. Okay.
6: He won't write me back and nor does he care. Just tell him We have basically, more on our show than they do. Tell him basically it's a blank slate.
1: But be ready for 550. And then what we'll do is we'll present Craig's 550 pool party segment as an example. Because I guarantee you, he'll, you know, he'll have something. He'll be prepared. Yeah, he will. <laughs> Unlike you. Well, yeah, Listen, s- we, am- got, we got three months of this, I'm, all right? I'm supposed no, to. No, don't talk. We got three months of this, and you're going to be doing this twice a week. You better come with something next time. I'll I let did this- come with something. You didn't come with crap. Yeah, I did. What? Promoting the wife swap? Yes, promoting the wife swap. This is not a pool, pool party. It's supposed to be some sort of conjecture concerning music or fun or audio I or your life in general
6: or, or a funny list or anything. Man, a TV show. Anything but what I you
1: just fun. did. Anything but what you just did. You got us all mad at you.
2: Nobody's mad except you. He's mad. I'm not pleased. He's Thank not mad. You. He's not pleased. Well, you're both going to have to get over it.
6: You're lowering the bars. Yeah, you really doing. are. Please so don't. Knows, tomorrow, Corby's going to show up with uh-uh. his booger collection. <laughs> this one's from Friday. Check it out. Here's <laughs> the one I picked in New York City. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For show and tell. Booger <laughs> Booger fart. <sighs> Anyway, everybody, come see Petty Theft at the concert by the lake. No, screw Rockwell. that! To us. Yeah, don't go Listen to that to the dumb show. concert. In Rockwall Rockwall, wall downbeat with a bunch of is... old
1: farts with jorts and beepers <laughs> and heart monitors. Downbeat. Will be nobody a se- cares about downbeat. Seven thirty. It's six twelve on the ticket. Thursday night. Screw it all.